Hello, dear friend. Welcome one more time to another Bible study, the study about the letter of the Apostle Paul to the Romans. I'm Gian, the founding pastor of Victory Church from Odessa, Texas. I say hello to you. I would like to invite you to go to our website, thechurch.us. From there, you can connect with the rest of platforms if you are interested in listening or watching previous episodes of this series. And we read from the easy-to-read version in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Please, Lord, guide us through this study. Amen. And this is the reading, verse 12. And Isaiah says, Someone will come from Jesse's family. He will come to rule over the nations, and they will put their hope in him. I pray that the God who gives hope will find you with much joy and peace as you trust in Him. Then you will have more and more hope, and it will flow out of you by the power of the Holy Spirit. The power of the Holy Spirit. That is wonderful. Do you know during the times of Jesse, which is the father of David, the King David, during those years, there was a king, Saul, And this king was leading the Israelites to fight against different, different uh, tribes and countries, you could say. One of those was the Philistines, and Goliath was the one that was actually beating them up. It was a time, very difficult time for them, because there were many nations attacking, and the, the threat was pretty strong. And actually, it was embarrassing If you remember the part when David, Jesse's son, was going to bring some things for his siblings, his brothers, Goliath was mocking everybody, and that is the beginning of his story. So th this particular passage that Paul is uh, making a reference of, it has to do with those difficult times. Now, as you know, They are talking here about the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, which happens also in a very difficult time for the Israelites. The Roman Empire was at that point ruling over the whole area of Jerusalem, Judea, and all that part of the world. The oppression was even worse because they didn't have any kind of freedom. So. You know what is interesting about this passage is that not just during the times where Goliath was mocking the Israelites, but also during the times of the Lord Jesus, there were leaders in the community, but there was uh, oppression. There was a lot of uh, tribulation for the communities. And I want you to think about this for a moment. When is that God becomes relevant to you? You know very well that it's not when things are going well. Because when things are going well, you go in trips, you go shopping, you meet with your family and friends to have a get-together and you are spending money. When things are going well, you have enough health to have fun, bring people over to your home, or you go places, correct? When things are going well, Unfortunately, you are not going to make the Lord God the relevant person in your life. 
is how we operate, sadly. It shouldn't be that way. You know, what is interesting is that, in fact, the commandments talk about working six days and devoting one day per week to rest and reflect about God's word to worship God. That discipline, you know, investing one day a week to go to the house of God, to worship Him, is pretty cool. It's what I call today, this simple concept, church will save you from disaster. Because when things are bad, of course you want to be in church all day. When, when you don't have good health or you have issues with money or whatever kind of problems, you will be praying and reading the Bible looking for advice. Tell me what to do. What can I do? Because I need the mercy of God. I need a miracle of God. <laughs> like Paul says here in this passage, the power of the Holy Spirit will give you that hope. It will grow the hope. <laughs> But uh, also, having the discipline to worship God once a week is good even when things are going well for you. Because you will keep the reminder that the blessings that you have, whether it's good health, everything going well in your house, in your family, in your work, with your business, your money, etc. You have to come back on Sunday to worship the Lord because you want to do what is right. Pleasing God. And of course, it's through that, by being exposed to the Word of God, that you will receive the faith, as we know. And uh, Paul here is making a reference that is important for us because there is no point to go to receive the message of the preaching of God's word or to sit down, to watch a preacher, to listen to a preacher or a Bible teacher explaining God's word. If you are not willing to open your spiritual ears and understand that this word that we are talking about brings that faith in your heart. And with that faith, you have hope. And that is why you have so much peace and joy. Because whether it's in good times or in bad times, whether it's with good health or poor health, whether it's with a lot of money or little money, regardless, In God, you will find faith, you will find hope, you will find peace, and you will find joy. The joy of the Lord is my strength, says the prophet as well. You know how beautiful it is to get together with all saints worshiping God, sing songs to Him and say, Lord, I'm happy that I'm here today in your house. I am happy that me and this group of believers are worshiping you. You wonder, what about the others? You know, that is one of the concerns that you hear all the time. Concerns that, come in, that are coming not just for members of the church, leaders of the church, pastors, where is everybody? And it's understandable that everyone is concerned. But the truth is, you shouldn't be that concerned for the others. You should be concerned for yourself, mainly about returning to the habit 
to the good discipline of fulfilling the commandment of God, like Joshua said, me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Remember that, my friend, that commitment, that discipline to worship God, to listen to God's word in person once a week on Sundays, when we worship the name of Jesus, will give you so much faith, so much hope, so much peace and joy. And all that is given to you by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for being here tonight, and I'll see you next time. By Giancarlo Vicitoro. I know you have suffered, but what if you would have never met your mom because she died giving birth to you? That's the beginning of Simon's story. Then Simon's father died when he was only 15 years old. He was sent to a foster home where he was bullied, humiliated, and there was no one to protect him. But Simon decided to find a way to get his revenge by studying and becoming good at sports. He won a scholarship, and soon he started his own business, Simon Yardwork. Mean people were envious of his success, but one day, Simon met and fell in love with Jackie. They were happy until the FBI arrested Simon due to clues that incriminated him with several murdered people. Will Simon end up in prison? Don't miss the outcome of this story, The Best Revenge, the musical that will inspire everyone to pay good for evil. Go to mygiancarlo.com to purchase The Best Revenge on audio and video. Hey, 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 hey. That's all, that's all, that's all, folks. <laughs> Time to go home. <laughs> Ciao.